Hey, everybody. Happy Friday from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with NPR's Ann Powers. Hello, Robin. All Latinos, Felix Contreras. What's up, Robin? And WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, what's going on, Robin? It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best releases out now on August 5th, starting with Dochi. Her new EP is called She, Her, Black, Bitch. This is the song Bitches Be. Yeah, oh, my baby, cautious way. Oh, my baby, precious sing. Low, shifting, caution, tame. Oh, my baby, sip and sing. Low. very excited to get this latest EP from Dochi. It's an incredible record, and I was really knocked out by her performance at the 2022 BET Awards. That's what kind of uh, started building up this excitement for this project for me. You know how award show performances and presentations, they're like a little subdued? She went like the opposite way, right? And her energy was, was even like a little unhinged and like borderline chaotic. It got me excited for this record and and hearing it, uh, you know, she delivered absolutely as five songs, but it's like all killer, no filler. Is that the performance where she whipped her wig off during it? <laughs> yeah, she was like going in. I was like, oh, yeah. Tell me if you think this is a specious comparison, John. Her voice reminds me of Lizzo. I feel like there's some Lizzo energy, but she's like maybe Lizzo's uh, anarchist Cousin, <laughs> I I maybe can hear uh, what you're hearing um, as far as like the timbre, but this is yeah, absolutely something completely different. Obviously, aesthetically and, and thematically, and all of that, and and you know you you do have like these well put together songs, and you know she she flexes a little bit of like that singing vocal, but you know as an MC she digs in with the bars too you know what i mean like i love uh the song that she has with rico nasty it starts off with this uh kind of like dramatic guitar riff it's like some shit from like the creature from the black lagoon like this like evil sounding guitar And Dochi is like playing around with like all of these different flows. And, you know, like I said, the songs are well crafted, but she also, not that the two things are oppositional, but the songs are well crafted. And she also has like a lot of presence and skill on the mic. Like, I, I love it. I love listening to her. Yeah, I love a record that can give you such an incredible range in such a short time. I think this whole EP is like 12 or 13 minutes long, but like that song we opened up with, Bitches B, it has this almost beatily chord progression that's right out of While My Guitar Gently Weeps, you know, it keeps walking down. Yeah. And then you mentioned that song with Rico Nasty, which is Swamp Bitches. 
That, like, she comes out hitting so hard on those first couple of tracks. But then by the end of the record, she's really softened up a bit and she closes with a song called Persuasive. And it's like she's finally taken us to the club, but it's this really dark, spaced out club. John, I'm curious what you think about this record in context of the tsunami that overtook us this past week, the Beyonce record. Like, uh, uh, we're going we to name check that album almost probably through this entire episode. <laughs> it's called Renaissance, in case you haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. I'm a househead, you know what I mean? And being from Philly, like in addition to coming up on hip hop, we always heard house music. I'm all for it, you know what I mean? Persuasive has like that four on the floor kind of beat and it has a lot of those signatures of like a, a club anthem, but it's like an understated club anthem. Dochi is the artist, her new EP out today, and there's a slash between each of these words, she, her, black, bitch. Also out on August 5th is the album El Grupo Renacimiento from the Colombian group The Meridian Brothers. This is the song Bomba Atomica. First of all, I've been following the band, the Meridian Brothers, for a while, and they caught my attention because the band was only one guy, a guy named Elvis Alvarez. He's a Colombian musician who staked a spot for himself in the Latin music scene, the alternative scene, mixing traditional Colombian music and a taste for the bizarre. Like, he has an offbeat way of interpreting Colombian traditions. He uses crazy lyrics, as you can hear from this track, kind of a monotone singing style, and also lots of really cool, strange sounds from analog synthesizers, kind of like a Parliament Funkadelic meets Frank Zappa meets Weird Al Yankovic, all right? Now, he put together a touring band, and they recorded this album. And it's a tribute to a band that never existed. It's a made-up band, El Grupo Renacimiento, which means the Renaissance. We're talking about Renaissance Beyonce, right? They never existed, but they released it on a record label called Arsonia and released a bunch of great Afro-Cuban dance music back in the 50s. So it's performing art posing as a legitimately swinging salsa band by a band called the Meridian Brothers that doesn't have any brothers in it. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's, there are a lot of dots to connect there, but but I hear you. And it has this, it sounds completely out of time, too. I, Felix, I know you remember the Ruddles, right? Yes, yeah. So, so the Ruddles were this 
Uh, Monty Python, the comedy troupe, uh, they, they did a project called The Ruddles where they um, satirized the Beatles. But their record was the same thing where the songs were so great and they right. replicated the sound so well. I remember getting that record as a kid and being like, wait, maybe this like secretly is the the Beatles or something. It's, it's funny how uh, a joke can become art just like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and this record, for example, on this song, it's called Bomba Atomica, which can mean the atomic bomb, right? But it's also, they're playing a Puerto Rican rhythm called the Bomba, which is a traditional mm. Puerto Rican rhythm. So it's like a play on words. The guy's so creative, man. I'll, I'll just follow him down any musical path he chooses to go. And I hear the live band is just swinging, a great, great swinging salsa band. They're doing a tour of the United States right now. Big, big fan of these guys. Is there ever a time when this music isn't perfect? <laughs> like when I, when I hit play on this, I thought anytime, anywhere, day or night, any occasion, you put this kind of music on and it just makes everything better. You, you mentioned, Felix, how bizarre it is sometimes. Like, thematically on the record, they talk a little bit about, like, there's some heavy stuff like police brutality and war and, and human suffering and whatnot. But, but then you get a track like Metamorphosis, which is just bizarre. Oye, mi amor, me amanecí convertido en un robot. No me ves. Estoy que he hecho rayo láser. And you don't hear it as much in the music, but the lyrics, he says, When I woke up from a dream full of nightmares, I found myself turned into a huge robot, my dear. Look at me. I'm lying on my armored back. I'm looking for enlightenment. Kafka-esque. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's why I love these guys. That's why I love him. He really is, I think, a, a brilliant musician. The Meridian Brothers, with no brothers in the group. The album, El Grupo Renacimiento. All right, another album out now on August 5th comes from the Seattle rapper A.J. Suede. It's called Oil on Canvas. This is the song Growing Diamonds. Growing diamonds in the lab, but this ain't the rock. Gonna miss it every time if you don't take your shot. Helicarbon under pressure with my people on. Trying to battle with the three-prime evils are. Got Mephisto with your spirit and it's interfering. You think apocalypse is nearer like it hasn't happened. Common sense is looking rare cause hella people lack it. Left a couple psychedelics in my morning jacket. Got a couple ancient relics stolen from the temple. Double dead watching legends in the hidden temple. Used to one escape for element, I'm elemental. No spelunking but I'm dunking on you front and center. Don't confuse AJ Suede, dope producer, MC out of Seattle. Uh, earlier this year, he actually dropped an incredible record called 100 Year Darkness with my man Small Professor doing the beats. And this latest one, Oil on Canvas, is real dope because he actually self produced it. And this record has, you know, that kind of like vibey, real relaxed and, and confident kind of energy, you know what I mean, I, that I love in an MC. I love when an MC has like presence, like they rhyme and, and you're listening to a record, but you, you're like feeling them in the room. You know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. And AJ Sway, he gives me that, like you can feel his energy 
all throughout this record. It's funny you say that because I was thinking, like, this record is such a state of mind. And the note I made is, wow, he really takes you and puts you completely in his, in his space. Tell us a little bit about the production, John. I'm, I'm curious, like the samples, the voices are so beautiful, the, that rainy day quality. And yes, I say that because I know he's a Seattleite, <laughs> my hometown. But, but I, love, I love his raps. But I also, the, just the enveloping mix on this record is, is really something. I always wondered what it could be like. Yeah, the production all throughout this record is ill. Obviously, it's sample-based, and it's really, um, from what I can tell, he's taking these snippets of a sample and and just you know flipping them and, and freaking them in like a, a a real ill way there's not a lot of like big bombastic drums happening everything is very muted and understated you know you have uh, a song like monochrome which has like this kind of like Ennio Morricone meets like David Axelrod spaghetti western kind of sound to it Seems inevitable to name check Shabazz Palaces, and and I'm just going to say the satisfaction. Seattle rappers, you know, some of them are like Macklemore, but there's also this incredible. <laughs> uh, not Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> no diss in Macklemore, but there's this incredible gray psychedelia that comes out of the Pacific Northwest that I really hear on this record. That's that's my entrance point into to the music, some of this music like this, because I'm I'm from a different generation, so it's it's something new to me. But what what draws me in is a record like this, where that sample, the production, the stuff in the background, right? Like the, the it creates these, like you said, like a almost like a cinematic pastiche or whatever. But it's just it's the rhythm against the rhythm, and the track we heard, there's definitely a rhythm that the woman's singing, and then he's. He's, you know, doing his thing. His flow is over that. And there's like a tension. There's a counter rhythm. It's, it's just, you know, mind blowing for me as, you know, as a drummer, as a musician, just listening to all these different tensions and stuff. And then it's just so dreamlike. I just, all of that stuff, everything they do. When, they, when I hear something where there's interesting stuff in the background, that just always pulls me in. Yeah, that's a great entry point for me, too. AJ Suede is the rapper. His new project is called Oil on Canvas. We do have a few more records that we want to highlight this week, along with some of our personal favorites. But first, we need to take a short break. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When you plan your celebration of life in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family. Because nobody should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. With Dignity Memorial Providers, you can pre-plan every detail to give your family and yourself valuable peace of mind, knowing that everything will be taken care of with professionalism, compassion, and attention to detail that is second to none. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. 
It's New Music Friday from NPR on All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers, Felix Contreras, and John Morrison. We're looking at the best albums out now on August 5th. We start the second half of the show off with Pussy Riot. They're back with their first ever mixtape. It's called Matriarchy Now. And this is the song Princess Charming. ago a video started making the rounds on the internet of these women in balaclavas their faces covered in the cathedral of christ the savior in moscow and they were like storming that cathedral with punk rock energy and protest that was pussy riot that protest that that conceptual art piece landed the women of pussy riot in big trouble with uh, the Russian government and in fact, uh, for some of them, in jail. And now, 10 years later, Pussy Riot has evolved, survived, uh, lived through a lot of hardship, I have to say, and changed musical styles, developed their musical style, and the current front woman of Pussy Riot, Nadia Tolokonikova, is the voice you hear in that track, and uh, she's doing amazing work. This music demonstrates how a political collective, a, a, a conceptual art collective, traces and, and keeps in touch with the vibe of the moment. So, hey, yeah, maybe you think Pussy Riot is punk because of what happened uh, back a decade ago. But as Tola Konnikova has said very clearly in interviews, Pussy Riot was never a punk group. It's a conceptual art collective, and the freedom of that is the point. And she and her collaborators find power in hyperpop. The songs on this record they're very political. They're also very sexy. It's sexually explicit, I will say. They are playing with uh, concepts of sexual power and allure. I mean, there's one called Plastic that uh, Nadia Tolokonikova said she wrote after feeling that others were objectifying her. I'm not a girl. I'm a machine. Every boy's bad dream. I'm the perfect package lady. Every woman just throughout this record, you know, first listen, you might be like, whoa, this is somewhat off-putting, but the politics are deep. And I really love that about what Pussy Riot is doing now. It is not going to be for everybody, I have to say. And you mentioned Beyonce earlier in the show. I'll bring her up again in Renaissance because, you know, a lot of the conversation around the Bay record was has been that, you know, well, she just wants to have fun now and let loose and celebrate life. And, you know, especially after a rough couple of years. And, you know, she's not going to worry about whether or not it's a big statement record. 
And it feels like that with the Pussy Riot album, too. Like, they just want to let loose and have fun. But also like the Beyonce record, it actually is a big statement album. It's just maybe not the statement or the kind of politics or the sound that we were expecting behind it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, Robin. And I also think that this is a strategic move basically to make pop music that will hopefully earn some money for their causes. I mean, Pussy Riot is also very active in the Web3 space. They've made some NFTs that have raised a lot of money for causes including the Ukraine resistance movement. So I hope people pay attention to that. It is super important. Pussy Riot, their debut mixtape is Matriarchy Now. And let's completely shift gears here and go to a new release from the group Planet Drum. This is their first new album in 15 years. It's called In the Groove. This is the song King Clave. I get to indulge two of my passions in one show. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> Anytime, Felix. <laughs> get to do the salsa band, and I get to talk about the Grateful Dead. This is the Grateful Dead drummer, Mickey Hart, and his band, Planet Drum, like you said. Long time since they've had an album. They did a bunch of stuff in the 90s. Going back for decades, he's been all about musical exploration, and he's put together this collective of Indian tabla masters, Zakir Hussein, Puerto Rican conga master, Giovanni Hidalgo, and the Nigerian drummer Sekiru Adepuju. It's very artfully done, but it all comes down to all the different rhythms and all the different things you hear. It's like a part of the cosmic drum circle that so many people are involved in. And when you hear this record, it's a record with some uh, vocals in the background, but it's mostly all these different interlocking rhythms. A lot of fun. Happy to see them record something like this. I, I know. I saw some. I saw one review, Felix, of this record. It, I don't know. It couldn't have been in Relics, the Grateful Dead magazine. It must have been in somewhere else because it was like, this record is not for everyone. It is just drums. I'm like, that's the point. What do you think music is? Come on. And especially because these, especially these four uh, percussionists, they sing with those drums, you know? I mean, I'm astounded by the physical dexterity of these guys. I remember seeing Zakir Hussein like 20 years ago, and even and then he blew me away, and he still sounds amazing. And then 
I found out that um, yeah. Giovanni Hidalgo actually lost portions of his fingers due to diabetes, and still he's playing like a boss. Amazing. Yeah, all of these guys, they're virtuosos, but they put their virtuosity aside to be part of the collective. That's what's so great about this this project. I love records like this that are focused on the drum. I have a, a belief and an understanding that rhythm and, and drumming itself is, you know, obviously it's like an old human science and and like you alluded to, Felix, it has that cosmic and like metaphysical aspect to it. I love drum records, not only for, you know, the rhythmic aspect, but because you get to hear how, if you could categorize it as melodically, as Anne said, the drums, they sing together and they play together on a melodic level too. And I, I, I love that. And I love the feeling of, of all of this rhythm and, and, and sound and texture. The spiritual part comes from something I learned when I studied taiko drumming. Every culture has a drum, and the drum's always a circle on the top, right? And that represents perfection. So that mm. when the Buddhists, when they're playing the taiko drums, you're drawing that perfection out of that drum into your spirit and into your environment. Mm -hmm. So it just automatically, whether you're at a club playing, or you're doing a drum circle, or you're playing at home by yourself, you're still drawing that perfection in. So that's where the spirituality, for me, that's that's where it comes from. That's beautiful, Felix. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Planet Drum is the group. In the Groove is the album. And before we go, let's just take a minute for a quick lightning round of some of our other favorites out this week. Now on August 5th, John, we'll start with you. Yeah, I've been uh, rocking with this compilation. It's called Raj Jamaica. Uh, it was released in honor of the 60th anniversary of Jamaica's independence. It's a powerful, upbeat record, and it really reminded me of all the musical gifts that Jamaica's given to the world. You all know that I love Brazilian music, and my album this week is by a Brazilian-American artist named Alexia Bomtempo. It's called Doce Carnival. Felix. There is an album by a Peruvian vocalist by the name of Araceli Poma. The record is called The Green Leaf. She's following the tradition of Afro-Peruvian Lando, all of these things that come from the African side of the Peruvian uh, country and culture. And very, very nicely produced Afro-Peruvian grooves. Para los dolores, agua del olvido. Para el mal de amores, agua del olvido. Para el que ha sufrido, agua del olvido. Si guardas rencores, agua del olvido. And I'll just mention the new self-titled debut from the band Art More, and More in this case is with two O's, M-O-O-R-E.
This is a new band featuring the singer Taylor Vick, who's from the band Boy Scouts, uh, along with Sam Durkis and Trevor Brooks, who've collaborated with Ezra Furman, and Ezra Furman produced this record. I think it's rare uh, for new bands to gel as quickly as this one apparently has, and, and this is a group you turned me on to. Really beautiful songs with just a little hint of guitar noise and great storytelling. Art Moore, their new album is self-titled. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. My thanks to Ann Powers, Felix Contreras, and John Morrison. Thanks, everybody. Thank thanks, you. Guys. Thank thanks, you, Robin. Everybody. Our show was edited and mixed by Nisha Vincut. It was produced with help from Bob Boylan. Our VP for visuals and music at NPR is Keith Jenkins. Be sure to check out the description of this episode in your podcast feed to see a complete list of everything we played and talked about along with an expanded list of other notable releases out today. And you can hear full versions of the songs by searching for NPR's New Music Friday playlists in Spotify and Apple Music. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Music.